Welcome everyone to the comics with dudes. I hope you enjoyed that intro. And yes, me and QR professional uh, musicians, you can hire us for bar mitzvahs and birthday parties. Now you can see um, we are and also, super friends, super compadres. Q, would you like to introduce us? Yes, I would. I'm Q. He's okay. We like everything. Nerdum, fandom, geekdom. Did you just do like a fucking Travis Scott ad lib while I was introducing ourselves? Yes. It's lit. <laughs> but um, yeah, we like all that stuff. Nerdum, fandom, geekdom, all that. Also, this is a for real, real quick, Q. This is a for real disclaimer. Q is not part of QAnon. He, Q stands for the questioner. Um, it's his superhero identity. Shit, Q, I just exposed you. But um, Ooh, uh, they thought my real name was Q. I'm like, actually, I'm uh, the Q from James Bond. Yes, I'm secretly him. <laughs> but I supply real, LK. Um, Submarine. Not affiliated with them. We do not support what they're doing. And uh, yeah, that's all. Continue, Q. Q can also be for quesadillas. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like, you know, we like all that fun stuff. Right. Mainly comics, which is, you know, what this podcast is about. So, you know, why don't we just jump on in, into our first topic? Hell yeah. Would you like to state it, LK? Um, sure. Sire. I completely forget what it is, but you, I'll, I'll <laughs> go off it. Um, what? Oh yeah, now I remember. Uh, what was the your opinion on the new Mandalorian season? What's come out so far? Because I haven't seen it. I didn't like the first Mandalorian. I felt like the first season kind of sucked. Just I liked the Western vibe, and I liked that they mixed it with Star Wars. But I just really hated the ending. I felt like they should have, um, it shouldn't have been, oh, that solves all their problems. Now they're all goody goody. But the bad guy, it's like classic Star Wars ending, which I thought they were trying to stray away from, but they went straight back to, which I didn't like. True. It's like Deadpool, kind of, like how they acknowledge those tropes, but they do them themselves. You know? But, yeah. um,. Well, season that's one was with his character because he's supposed to be a stereotype. That's the point. Well, of yeah, character. that was what he was made for. But uh, Mandalorian season one was more experimental. They were seeing what episodes, like you know, different episodes have different vibes. Some of them, besides the three opening and the finale, like you know, yeah. Uh, so they were trying to see what people liked. It was more experimental. They finally figured that out, you know, with the Western tone. So, like, straight away, episode one, like, of season two, like, it feels like a Western. It, it has the same tropes. It has the same themes. Like, it, it's literally a Cowboys and Native American story. You know? We are politically correct, dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. Like, um, see, yeah. 
so they figured out that, but like they figured also... out the tone, but are they having trouble like doing it? Like are they having trouble carrying out the action of actually put making the tone make sense with the show? Yes, actually. And also uh the action itself dude budget increased so much from last season. Like Everything last season was more smaller scale. Dude, like, first episode. Like, there's this giant fight with a, um, uh, what do they call it? Like, I think it's a dune dragon or something like that. It's kind of like a sandworm. The you acid know, from... spit guy? Yeah. Like, uh, the trailer. yeah. So, that... And, you know, like, that's straight from movies like Dune, Tremors. Yes. So, that was epic. <laughs> Very epic. Very epic. Very wow. Big uh, <laughs> yes. See, episode two, like, it's weird how mu- it changes tones with each environment. It's like... Each environment has a different tone. Like, there's Tatooine, which is in it. Like, in the second episode, but it's not like in season one where it's written in sloppily. Like, it's actually part of the story and makes sense. It's like how you want to do fan service. Make it make sense with the story. Especially with something like Star Wars that has so much lore. Interesting, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to spoil... Like, why, though? Like, Tatooine had more of, you know, the Tatooine vibe. You know what I mean? Like that. They go to this ice planet that, like, has caves and stuff. Dude, it... It, that was the stupidest sentence I ever. Oh, heard. it for real was. That they they went to this ice planet with where they had caves and stuff. Okay. We are the smartest people on this we platform. Are, I was trying to get to the point quickly, but yeah, like, and then it switches to like an entire horror element, like, interesting, uh, something like aliens. Aliens or alien? Because alien was more balls. Alien ball action. Alien yeah, was more of a suspense movie. I'd say it was more aliens. So balls to the wall action. Acid yeah. in your face. Yeah, and like swarms of aliens. Like Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it was more of that kind of vibe when it got to there. So I thought that was really interesting. And also the action really improved. Awesome. Like they're edging that T V fourteen limit a lot more with this one. Like Instantly. I think I think we all are thinking it, but we need an NC seventeen Mandalorian. For real. We we do. I mean you already have Cara Doom casted, so <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. I feel like season two is a huge improvement so far from season one. So far. Yeah. But there's only like two episodes out. We don't know how things could go. There's like eight of them. We don't know. 
so we won't tell you. But for real though, dog, um, I didn't like the Mandalorian. I I didn't yeah. like the first season. I I I I liked it all up till the ending, and that just ruined the whole entire show for me. I liked the first couple episodes, and then I I just thought Baby Yoda was overused and stupid. Yeah, they they put too much focus on him. Like again, the con- he's the child, but like I mean. So the concept of him is all right. So, like you know, it's the concept of this bounty hunter who's like part of a race known for being ruthless murderers has to take care of a child. And that's an overused storyline, like the gentle giant kind of thing. Yeah, but like you know, it ultimately I think should have led to more character development than it did. Yeah. It does. But like, you know what I mean. That like, one um, cockpit scene with Baby Yoda where he's pressing all the buttons. Three-year-old me versus my dad. <laughs> and the memes are glorious. The memes are glorious. But for real though, dog. For real. And I don't know why I keep calling you dog. But, um... Yeah, your final opinion of the first couple episodes out there. Really good. All and right. like, I'm also Star Wars fan, so that might help, but I'm not part of the, you know, toxic fan base. Epic. Yes, very epic. epic. But for real, now we get into some interesting movies. So recently, um, me and Q have started a YouTube, well, I've started a YouTube channel. And it's called LK Comics and Film. It is the official YouTube channel for, um, well, my projects, including films, music, whatever I do, for from my company. And uh, if you don't know, uh, my company runs this podcast, basically. This is a subsidiary of LK Comics and Film. We will one day own the entire United States. The water you drink, you will have to pay us. Exactly. No, we'll be like me and Q are gonna buy Disney, just so you know. We're gonna buy oxygen and trees <laughs> themselves. We're we're gonna we're basically gonna buy the Earth and then the solar system and then the Milky Way. Yeah, and the sun the is the final. Heart. The final thing we're gonna buy is Batman. <laughs> That's the hardest one. Me and Q at nerd parties. Hey guys, you like Batman? I own him. <laughs> brings out Batman on a leash. <laughs> it's the one scene from Pulp Fiction. Bring out the gimp. Bring out the gimp. Yes. Bring out the Batman. It's now bring out the Batman. Yes, indeed. But yeah. So uh, carry on. All right. So basically, um, yeah. Uh, we do our first video was a live stream, and it was a watch party of two thousand nine. Keanu Reeves, the nerd, the nerd god, Constantine. The, Keanu Reeves. He's such a, such forced. wow, many breathtaking. <laughs> For real, dog. But we have we have number one problem with this movie: <laughs> how boring it was. Like, Ghost Rider was fun to watch just because it was so stupid. The Watchmen okay. at least had some interesting shots and interesting action scenes. Yeah. But this, this was so bad. 
Yeah. The story was so un... Just not even laughably bad. Just passive. Bad. Just bad. It's just... I mean, wow. half of the time I wasn't even paying attention because it was so boring. I'd rather take a map. We literally... Test. He literally went to flexing his comic books. Exactly. Which Instead I of watching. Do, but we were watching the movie. <laughs> he spreads them all over his fucking room. <laughs> he brings a girl over. He's like, hey. Hey, baby. <laughs> See my comic books over there? They're just all... Yeah, I spent over a thousand Oh, I forgot I put those there. But for real, um, the movie was just not even laughably bad. It was just that bad. The CGI yeah. was... Best. Okay and for a 2000 movie. We had Just Do It Kid Shyla McBuff over here <laughs> in this movie when he was a young little Shyla McBuff. When he was a young little McBuff. Young boy. No, young McBuff. He wasn't a boy, he was a McBuff. <laughs> There's a difference. I identify as a McBuff. <laughs> but Shia LaBeouf in this movie was bad. Keanu Reeves in this movie was bad. Even freaking Tilda Swinton was bad in this movie. And she's a great actress. So is Keanu Reeves. Yeah, we were, we were both like, wait, they got her in this movie? I, I was surprised, honestly. Like, I um, think LK would be more surprised if Jesus just came knocking at his door with a buffalo wings. Why buffalo wings? I don't know, I just had buffalo wings yesterday. Jesus, hey kid, you want some buffalo wings? <laughs> I get him at Applebee's, shuts the door immediately. That's not Jesus, that's Satan. <laughs> Um, for real, though, um, this movie was laughably, the script, not even laughably, I keep saying not even laughably because it was just that bad. I'm trying to think back to the story. It took itself way too seriously. Yeah, when Constantine is a serious but doesn't take himself seriously. Yeah, like how he is in the Arrowverse. I actually did like him in the Arrowverse. It was a great depiction. Yeah. Like, very faithful. Hugh, I think we need to acknowledge the medical advancements this movie made. Oh, See, yes. Constantine had lung cancer. And what did he do? <laughs> and then they he forgot it. His lungs. Yeah. And then forgot it for like 90% of the movie. And then, and then guess what, guys? This is beautiful. He took out his own lungs. And, some, and I couldn't believe it, too. He's still living and breathing today. Many hey. others have tried this procedure, but none have went successfully, unfortunately. No, they haven't tried it. They're just too pussy to do it. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> Constantine said, fuck that shit. Yeah, the devil straight up pulled out his lungs. Bro, and the effect when he did it, bro. It looked so shit. <laughs> And then, and then he was given the finger to demons. He was he was putting up his middle finger to demons. Ooh, edgy rated R. Edgy rated R. I don't even know why this movie was rated R. Yeah, they didn't even like show. So you would think in a rated R movie, someone pulling out someone else's lungs would be like horrifying, or like they would use some gory effects. 
It literally looked no, like I... he puts his hand in like fucking yeah, he's slime. Like, Whoop, I'm gonna take this ball. <laughs> it, it was pretty shitty. It, it was like he put his hands in silly putty. And we're not one for like, oh, we need this to be super violent. We're not those kind of nerds. Like at this point, it just makes so much like no sense why you wouldn't use it. Yeah, exactly. Like you're ripping. Well, not well. I kind of see why they didn't like. I want to, because it it was supposed to be like he was supposed to be like Barry Allen, and he was like phasing through him. Mm -hmm. I mean, how he still was living. When he pulled out the lungs is beyond me. Exactly. For... <laughs> Maybe we missed some exposition. I don't think so. I think he straight up just went out of there and beat Tilda Swinton's ass, bro. <laughs> oh, we're not going to talk about the cross gun, are we? Oh, my God. He had the cheesiest shit on him. He had this freaking cross-shaped shotgun. He keeps... <laughs> When the Christian gangster pulls up, the Christian gangster pulls up. He ha- he always has his piece on him, his crucifix shotgun. For for real, bro, it it was real cringy. Number one, because the cross shaped shotgun in the movie was just so stupid. Like it looked stupid. It was just so unreasonably. Stupid. This whole entire movie is unreasonably stupid. Including the dialogue in this movie. It was also stupid. And there's nothing like with the cinematography out of the ordinary. Like, like how we said with Watchmen. It at least had yeah. some good good cinematography. And good fight scenes. This <laughs> No, no good fight scenes. Actually, no good fight scenes except for the Rorschach one. But even then, they had to put that cheesy 2000s music behind it. Okay, you're going to say that, like, the Blood Rave and Blade didn't happen. Bruh, look. <laughs> that, there's a difference between a movie that came out in 2009. True. had two different Snyder cuts. And then a movie that came out in 1999. True. I take that back. But, uh, yeah. That's a for real 10-year difference, bro. Bro, that's almost as big of an age difference than Jason Todd and Barbara Gordon. We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but um, basically, uh, this movie, Q, can you go over the story? I completely forgot it. I did too, to be honest. There was something about, oh my God. you know, the generic 2000s movie Pimp? He yeah. Went, but it was he was played by... Uh, uh, you know the guy you see in like um, like a lot of superhero movies, not just Marvel or DC. Both. He played uh, the wizard in Shazam. He played the guy who worked for Ronan. Oh, that dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he yeah. plays generic pimp. He plays generic pimp number three. <laughs> yes. Literally, the name of him was generic pimp number three. Yes, that that was the character. Constantine was like, "Hey, I need to talk to." Uh, looks at his hand for the writing. Generic pimp number three. <laughs> um, but yeah, Keanu Reeves' performance in this movie was abominable. 
Yeah. I, I think it was honestly because of bad direction, not going to lie, because I've seen what he can do as an actor. But, like, and he's a really good actor. he evolved a lot over, like, his early to now career. Like, his career has just been nothing but him getting better and better. Yeah. Like, I feel like it worked for The Matrix with this character, but, like, this is Constantine. This is the dude. Oi! Oh God! Put at my cigarette. Oh, and he's not even British. That disappointment. Yeah, he's not even British. They don't even try and do an accent. He just sounds like a depressed teenager. You mean Keanu Reeves? Yeah, he sounds like freaking life is pointless. You mean how early, how young Keanu Reeves sounded in every movie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, keep in mind, this wasn't that long ago, was it? Two thousand nine. Two bad superhero movies came out that year. Watchmen and Constantine. Both of them were horrible. Although, I'd rate Watchmen over Constantine. And that's only because Watchmen at least had some interesting things going for it. Not because of Zack Snyder. He ruined the movie. But because of freaking um, the costumes, the casting, and the cinematography. Yeah. That's what all it had going for it with the Watchmen. This had none of those... This had freaking Keanu Reeves in a suit with a cross-shaped shotgun. <laughs> Even better. Now, if that, oh, and if also, that, if that's what. Oh, tell man, me, like, go watch it. Tell me one place that has a cross-shaped pool. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I mean, I, I used to be um, uh, I don't even know anymore. But I used to go to a Catholic school. Wait, do they actually have cross-shaped pools? I I had a pool at that school, and no, it was shaped like a Jesus. Wait. Okay, never mind. Carry on. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. It was shaped like a normal swimming pool. Why would you have a like? That just seems so unnecessary. Like, like wait, the, the it was there was like, like Superman. Um, excuse me, guys. I know you're halfway through. But can you make a cross shape? I mean, we're really trying to go for the Jesus vibe around. Here. <laughs> we're going for the Jesus vibes. Hell yeah! <laughs> but this, this, this—not even Daredevil it, was that Catholic. Exactly. And this man is going no, to a church yeah. every two issues. Hell yeah! But the, were there even any action sequences in this movie? There were, I think. Well, I mean, obviously, because he needed to use that shotgun. No, I'm pretty sure it was just him throwing people out of windows. Jesus, for real? Yeah, I, I can't remember a single action sequence. Well, maybe it's just that forgettable. No, for real, I don't think there was a single action scene. Did he, like, kill... No, he didn't... He walked by those things in the Arkham City racial ghoul trial area. Bruh, for real. There wasn't <laughs> a single action scene in a superhero movie. I just realized that. Not only that, but one about Constantine, the guy who uses creative magic. No, he uses a freaking cross-shaped shotgun. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He doesn't have magic. He has cross-shaped shotguns. Exactly. Stupid me. Well, I guess he does uh, use magic, but Mother is a fake language. He doesn't actually, there is no magic special effects except for um, when he goes into some kind of weird realm. And also that girl in the mirror or whatever, the exorcist scene. Yeah, the exorcist scene. 
But yeah. It, it was really bad. Um, that was our opinion on it. We encourage you to go uh, form your own opinion. Um, yeah, we're forced to say that. I would not recommend this movie, but we encourage you to go watch it. <laughs> wouldn't recommend. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm just gonna say I don't. I don't recommend you watch it. But Legally, I, that is a joke. Yeah, le- I mean, for real though, I you guys shouldn't waste money on this. I mean, you can go watch it. I, I certainly am not telling I'd, you not to watch it. I'm saying this is clearly me and Q's opinion. I'd recommend uh, Constantine, his show more. Yeah. Yeah. The Arrowverse one. Constantine doesn't have his own show, does he? Yeah, he did. It had like one season. Um, it was actually, that's from what I heard, pretty good. Well, I, I completely forgot about it. I, I well, I think it was more of a web series. Like, they didn't put it actually on CW. Ah. But it wasn't animated like the Vixen one. Gotcha. It was actually live action. And it also had, like, different, like, Easter eggs. Like, a lot of them. Like, Dr. Fate's helmet was in it. So, like, one thing. Well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, so, Whichever one you choose, just uh, I'd recommend always reading the comics before you watch the movie. I'd, we always want to get that across. We are reviewing the movies and the comics, but we recommend you go check them out for yourselves to form your own opinion. This is clearly just our opinion. And like that goes for everything on the podcast. Yeah. Um. But unless like though, some people, you need that thrust into it with movies, yeah. like. Because that's a great segue into reading comics. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, like, not a lot of people have the time to do it. So, like... I mean, I'm not going to lie. Comic books are like a book. Yeah. So, if you don't have the time to read a book, then I don't know how, because a lot of people have the time to read a book. (laughs) But, yeah, definitely movies are a great segue into comics. We love both dearly. And um, we definitely go go check out movies and comics. That's all we have to say. Both of but, them. Um, and yeah. shows. Your final rating on this, on the LK and Q, on the comic book dude's meter of awesomeness, what would you rate it? Uh, dude, what did I rate? Uh, fucking Watchmen and Daredevil? I think you rated uh, Watchmen like a three. Yeah, Daredevil, I rated Daredevil like a four. Yeah. Because of a uh, fucking bullseye because he was just so laughable yeah colin farrell just went nuts in that role all right what'd you give what would you give constantine two out of ten it's going down each review yeah i'm gonna give it one out of ten hmm. nothing going for Actual- it. nothing at all yeah i think i might go for a one because like Every single time I've been like, I'm going to go for this number. And then you go like, I'm going to go for that number. Well, I mean, like, now that I think about it, what really did it have? <laughs> nothing. Exactly. It for real had nothing. Had that's why special effects for a 2009 movie. I have to say, but even the Watchmen had better effects than that. True. Hmm. Yeah, it really didn't have much of them either, and I was like shocked by that because it's a, it's a fucking Constantine movie, and you don't use a lot of special effects. 
It's about a necromancer, but he's not a necromancer. <laughs> yeah, so... So yeah, I we both say 1 out of 10 for this movie. It was horrible, but once again, we have to say that we recommend you go pick it out for yourself and form your own opinion or whatever. Like, if you but, watch um, our uh, watch-along for it, you just see the cycle of boredom. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Next time... um. If you join our Discord, which will be in the description, um, you can vote which movie we will watch. And if you haven't gone check, gone to check out our YouTube channel yet, then I definitely recommend. Oh, you, that, you know what? But, oh, you know what? I'm giving it a. I'm giving it a huh? I'm giving it a one point five for him punching that little girl. <laughs> no, I'm staying at a one, bro. Bruh. Okay, I'll stick at one point five for that little girl getting punched. Hell yeah. No, she got punched in the throat. Yeah, but still, child abuse for the win. Am I right, boys? That was a joke. That was a joke for legal reasons. (laughs) um, I'm not actually a child abuser. Wink, wink. That was also a joke for legal reasons. Yes. But for real, our next topic is a recent comic book miniseries called The Three Jokers. And I just have to say, Jason be simping for Barbara. Bro, they made Jason Tani simp. Bro, he probably has Barbara's fans. For real, like, um, Barbara kissed him once. And he goes full on simp, like, I'll give up my life for you if you just kiss Didn't me you say he was, like, writing letters and shit? Yeah, he freaking wrote a love letter and left it at her door. I'll change for you, Barbara. You kissed me once. You're the only girl that ever kissed me. Bruce Wayne rejects him, punches him so hard it cracks his mask, and shoes him out of the family like a fucking fly. Okay, I'll still do it. Barbara kisses him once. I'll change. <laughs> but for real and the age like, gap is so unsettling yeah that, that that was probably one of the only downsides to this series I enjoyed the series a lot of people didn't enjoy it I enjoyed it I felt like um, it's just it's own universe it's a mini series it's not canon but then does like that mean we'll never get a conclusion to the actual canon like resolution well, I mean, depends what you count canon, because technically the New 52 is not canon, but it could be counted canon if you want it to. Mm, it's canon for its own universe. Yeah, it, it still technically happened, and people remember it, yeah. but it didn't happen in their universe. It's so, like, that really wasn't a conclusion to what happened in Apocalypse War? Yeah, it wasn't. Bruh. Can we get a fat rib? F's in the chat for no conclusion to a plot twist. And then we thought then again, getting that conclusion like four years later. Still no. I mean, it looks like DC's uh, gearing up for another reboot on their fifth year of Rebirth, which I think is really stupid. Yeah, for real. I mean, they're clearly trying to reboot Batman really quickly. People were really upset with Joker War. I just think... Um, you know what? It was fine. I, I enjoyed it all up to the final issue because I felt that was a bit rushed. I didn't I didn't like it like in a comic book way, but I liked it as a reader. 
just because I thought, yo, this is really cool yeah. and interesting, and I like all of the, like the whole some entire good- Bat family teaming up, and then I like what they're doing with Bruce, like trying to bring him back to his detective roots, not having a bunker every six square inches in like the city. Like, hmm. How has a kid not come across this? Like for real, like <laughs> just, hi, I'm Damien. I have all accesses to all the bunkers around Gotham, and then like you see, like every single building was bought out by Wayne Enterprises. A kid accidentally walks into a bunker elevator. <sighs> Everything's dark. All you see is Batman's You're my eyes. New Robin. <laughs> Do you want to be my? <laughs> he just comes out of the dark, snatching kids who come across his bunkers. <laughs> You're my new Robin. Your parents are dead. My parents aren't dead. You're my new Robin, son of a bitch. No, my parents aren't dead. Alfred, did you finish the job? <laughs> yes, sir. They are now. Um, but yeah. I, 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 no. we're, we're getting off Turns out Alfred killed Dick Grayson's parents. Basically, we're getting off topic. But yeah, we'll go into the our theories on a DC Rube. Reboot in a later date, but yeah, we're, we're omniverse. An omniverse, but once again, we we got to get back to the topic. So I read all three, the three Jokers. Q heard about them and is buying the third issue next week, even though he is not a um, even though he doesn't have all three, which means he's an infidel. It must be sacrificed. Sorry, Q. I handed you into the comic uh, brigade. Damn. <laughs> F's in the chat for oh, my no, imprisonment. You're getting burned at the stake. Oh, great. Even better. He's just burning all that DC 5G sketches. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you you but, are going yeah. to be basically surprised by the final issue if I hadn't spoiled it for you. Um, he was trying. So that's why people said the final uh-huh. issue were bad. Bruh, my English is on another level. I mean, like, I enjoyed the series. I'm coming in there like, oh, I I enjoy a lot of Batman things, but not just because I thought it was an interesting. I feel like it's not canon, so it doesn't really matter if you don't like it because, once again, you don't have to buy it. It's not canon. Okay, sucking that bat cock. You offering it? (laughs) no I'm talking about Batman that's the only exception I swear (laughs) Hmm. seems we're gonna have to send him back to the streets where he belongs that made no sense but okay you belong to the streets why Because you're a hoe for Batman. <laughs> you're Batman's personal prostitute. I mean, the question is if I would take it if he offered it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're done, we're done, we're done. <laughs> for legal reasons, this is all yeah, a joke. That was, that was kind of sus, okay. I'm gonna have to report you. But yeah, um, the three Jokers on a scale of, on the comic book dude meter of awesomeness, 
I'd rate it probably a um solid seven. I like the final issue, but the other two, the final lead up was I didn't really enjoy the mystery then. Maybe he's just biased because he got, got the cards. And I put them in all their purdy packages and the purdy <laughs> um, cases and everything and everything and everything. And I'm a comic book collector, bitch. Okay, flexing. He's playing a game of Uno. He lays down all three. <laughs> I win. It's reverse card. <laughs> the, everybody's like, why the fuck did he just put a card down of Jason and Joker? And you're just like, I bet you don't have that one, huh? But yeah, I'm pretty much one of the only like draw full DC fans at my comic book shop, but I they get like a ton of DC stuff. So I just get it for like $1 and they have like a bunch of cards and stuff left over and all the promotional things left over. So I get all of them. Yeah. Your shop surprises me. Like it it surprises me too, because they have like the oddest mix of like actually like old and like valuable comics mixed with like complete shit mixed with, Oh, this is pretty cool. You you're looking. You see Howard the Duck issue two hundred eighty seven. The next issue, it's Amazing Fantasy, like fourteen. Nah, they don't have that kind of shit. They have like a first appearance of um, like a bit more minor villains, like first appearance of Man Bat, first appearance of Rafael Ghoul. First, first appearance of the Spot, <laughs> the most valuable one. Um, but yeah. They got some indie comics there. They got a lot of varieties and stuff, but once again, on the comic book meter of awesomeness, I'd rate it a solid 7. No, 7.5. 7.5. Alright, what is our next topic, Q? Yeah. I've totally fucking forgot. Alright, that wraps up the podcast! Because I'm... Oh, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Thanks for your time, folks. Agent America comics. American agent, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Agent. You go over that because I have no idea what it is. U.S. agent. U.S. agent as a character, I think, is kind of interesting. Never expected him to get a solo run, but I guess that was uh, like destined to happen ever since they confirmed he was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, the art is good. Like, it's not anything long amazing. Halloween, it's like, not, like, totally unique. It's not long Halloween. It's what? Level. Oh, no, it's not Tim Sale levels of art. But, like, you know, it's average Marvel. It's the Captain America style. You know, like how all of his issues yeah. are drawn. But, yeah. So, I thought it was pretty good. Like... You know, you don't expect a lot from a U.S. agent solo series, but, like, yeah. So, that's really all I have to say about it. There was really no no big twists. Captain America didn't say, Hail Hydra. All right, that was pretty lame. So, next topic. I know, I know, I know you said that. Yeah, very. You assigned me... A U.S. agent issue one comic. Okay, I guess that was kind of destined to happen, but um, I know 
We promise no more Miles Morales. But it is two days from launch, and they released <laughs> a trailer. I've been busting a nut since. This cinematic <laughs> is awesome. It, it's Arkham City. Level. Is it Arkham City level? Ooh, now that's where it's at. I mean, for real, this this game looks amazing. All the footage, all the trailers, all the skins, everything looks freaking amazing about it. Um. Yes, I do wish they didn't reveal as much, seeing as this is going to be a short be like game. Nine hours. For real, I thought they said like four. Like at least the campaign. Yeah, I think the campaign's like four hours, but the whole entire game's like nine. All right, good. I've said this like five times already, but like, oh my god, if I see fucking screwball, I'm killing that bitch. I I hope there's a scene where like Miles Morales confronts her and accidentally gives her like the electric chair treatment with his uh bioelectricity. Yeah, like he just accidentally, accidentally kills uh, her. <laughs> yes. You know, Oops, it was an accident. Like Peter, you, you did good, kid. Underage, and there was a lot of comments in the game where basically she was saying that she was making porn of herself on her live stream. <laughs> oh, so she's a mix of Logan Paul <laughs> and Alinity? Ah, great. Except she doesn't have... Oh no, what if she kidnaps Spider-Cat? Shit's gonna go down. (laughs) Oh god. Um, But yeah. So... And we talked about this last time, but it got some pretty big news released about it. Titans! Episode 1 will air on live TV. On HBO Max and live TV. On Thanksgiving Day. I was hoping me and Q could do a watch party of it. But I don't think... I don't know about Q. But I have nothing to do on Thanksgiving, so I'd do it. But I'm being considerate and not holding Q. Q. I'll probably be at some, like at a dinner, like at four. Well, I, I mean, I'll be there earlier, but I'll, I, I won't so, be available at four. Oh, we will do a watch party, but not on... <laughs> yeah. Because uh, LK is an orphan. Oh, shit, you exposed me. Again. Exposed. Haha. But for real, we, we will do a watch party of it. Orphan we'll probably boy. Probably do it like the day after, probably. Yeah, I'll be available then. Because, you, you know, know like life. usually, or at least, like, you recover from oh, Thanksgiving yeah. that day. But, um. That's a uh, uh, recovery yeah, day, that, soldier. Uh, this um, but Thanksgiving is an interesting release date. I enjoy. It. I I I think I'm gonna be watching it by myself and watch it again with you at the watch party. Yeah, dude, I did not. Uh, dude, I didn't even know it was coming out that soon. Haven't they I been thought it got pushed back the entire time? It was supposed to come out uh, around this time. Yeah, they never really pushed it or took a break. Yeah, that gives me hope because then they are actually working hard on reviving the series. 
Yeah, they're confident so, with it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's it. We ended it at 43 minutes. I'd just like to say um, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. See you later, my uh, bro. Subscribe Mitch. to us on Spotify or follow us or do whatever it is to get notifications when our new episode of the podcast comes out. And, of course, if you're interested in suggesting anything or uh, getting notified when we release another, like, special content or stuff, join our Discord and follow us on Instagram. But, once again, we've started a new YouTube channel and we will be holding watch parties and, and stuff on there. It will be a uh, fun time and we definitely encourage you to go. Also, remember... The words, these are the words of a very wise person. You guys are bad at this. Ah, yes. But yeah, I'll, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. I'm LK and this is Q. We are out.